brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome back to the utopia that until now, scholars and commoners alike thought impossible, Ah. but we have made possible. Thomas More couldn't have imagined this. No, he could not. Hello, Gilbert Fan Club. How are we doing? Gilbert! Gilbert. Go to the next viewing area. Our sweet little frog friend. Our sweet little frog friend, yeah. We haven't seen him again. Um, No, because you like terrorized him. Since that fateful night. But I'm sure he's doing great. I'm sure he's thriving and living his best life. I think you gave him an aneurysm. Probably. Yeah. My high five was very intimidating. My high finger, I should say. When I, I said, hey, don't scare him, and you said, I'm not scaring him, I'm giving him a high five, and then he... And then he launched himself. Immediately was scared away. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, that's your fault, yeah. and... Um, you clearly need to follow us on TikTok, that's all I'm saying. That's even more of a hint than I would have given. I would have just said, do better, be better. Well, yes, get, obviously. Get better soon. I will say, that was completely authentic. I... That was one of the craziest moments I've ever shared okay, with Rachel. Never, in never my life. has something that is authentic seemed less authentic. Yes. Than when you said that was completely authentic. Well, okay, I guess but it that's was. Fine. And Maddie, I just I've said it before that night, and I'll say it again. I don't know what came over you, but it was some of your best commentary work I've ever seen I, in I any situation. I didn't even drink. That's not true. Did I? Oh, I did. I did drink. We were at. But that you was, had two like but small was, cocktails. Like yeah, it while was like you a, were eating over the course of a couple hours. That was. It was it not was, like it basically. It it did not feel as if I had had a single drink. Let's put it that way. So I feel like it was at that point. It was the equivalent of having like a couple sips. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So Gilbert. So Gilbert. He's just. He's just a gem. He's a one of a kind chap. And it's a sad day that I haven't seen Gilbert again. I felt like I was a little bit of a fangirl, and he hated me for it. You have no one to blame but yourself. I really don't. It was my fault. So while I may be here apologizing for my horrendous, or I guess uh, scarring of Gilbert, I would also like to apologize on Rachel's behalf. Um, Because uh, we need to do eight-second apologies, and Rachel, yes, there are things we must apologize Mm -mm. for. Mm Like animal abuse. Mm. So, I would like to apologize for Rachel basically telling us a 30-minute story about flaming rocks. Yeah. Um, I would also like to apologize for Rachel harassing me for being too nice. And I would also (laughs) like to apologize for Rachel lasting the entire episode without ever referencing Sean Kingston's smash hit, Fire Burning. Oh. I kept waiting for it to come up. Because that, let me tell you, okay. that's a freaking bop. She's speechless because Maddie, I got her there. Maddie, you're going to make me cry. That was the first ever valid apology 
Oh wait. Of something I Hold did on. wrong. Hold this, on. This, this episode is going to go down in history solely because Rachel has finally admitted that she must apologize for something. Uh, <laughs> I've left her speechless. How did I miss this? So, yes, I am very sorry that Rachel let you down. Guys, she's tearing up. It's okay. It's not okay. Um, I'm not good with people when they're crying. I don't know what to do. I usually just kind oh. of do like a little, you know, this thing from SNL. Well, here's the thing. I can cry on command. Um, but here's the other thing. I can't stop crying on command. Yikes. This is going to be a sad episode. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it's not actually crying. I can just force tears out of my eyes. So. That's somewhat concerning. Why? I don't know. Now I don't know if you're really authentic. I'm not. <laughs> Ever. Okay. Well, <laughs> honesty there, is the best policy. There are I guess. currently tears coming out of my eyes and I can't stop them, but. I'll give you a minute. Thank you. <laughs> the power of Sean Kingston. In the, in the meantime, Maddie, how are you doing? I am great. I am so good. Um, <laughs> shoddy's fire burning Don't. on the dance floor. Wow. Don't do that to me. <laughs> I, I am betrayed. Music as a whole. Culture. Culture. Humanity. As a whole. So this feels God. Like, this feels like a war crime. <laughs> it's a bit. In, I mean, honestly, this is one of your most egregious crimes in all of Hyperfocus history. Not only, I didn't violate the Treaty of Paris, but maybe the Geneva Convention. Yikes, yes. <laughs> That's the new rule, yeah. the Geneva Convention. If you don't make an accurate song reference for every episode <laughs> in every episode if there's not at least one appropriate song well, reference put it in the jar um i hope you're ready to live up to that in this episode oh i am but i'm glad you're doing well thanks so do you want to know where is... we're going today every time i ask you how you're doing and you never ask me how i'm doing when i have something i want to say okay rachel how are you doing i'm doing great actually no how how are you doing what how are you doing? I'm, I'm good. Why'd you ask it twice? Because I just thought you were going to bring up a new special someone in your life. Don't make it sound like I'm getting married. She's not. We don't We don't believe in matrimony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, kidding. Do what you want. It's your life. But Raquel. Yeah. Is it time to introduce your friend? I think, well, she's asleep, I think. Um, I was going to show her on the video. but Maybe I, by the end of this, she'll be she ready. If she wakes up, but she might not. It's okay. That's probably better if she doesn't. To be fair, yes. But I got a puppy! And I love her, and she's like kind of just beyond the camera, so if it looks like I'm trying to look at the camera... She's not I'm looking not. at you. I'm looking at my little sleeping puppy. She's so cute, guys. It's she's so adorable. nice to have two puppies in the house. I'm not kidding. I can't believe they get along. <laughs> I can't either. They're Neither of these dogs friends. get along with anyone. My... These dogs hate other people, other dogs, so other like inanimate objects. My, my dog... I just got her less than a week ago. She's a rescue and she's terrified of everything currently, mm -hmm. except for me and Maddie and Maddie's dog. Which is ironic because my dog is hates he, every dog and every dog hates him. He's not exactly like warm and fuzzy and like, no. <laughs> like he doesn't give you good vibes. He gives you like, mm -mm. you hate me and slightly want to kill me vibes. Yeah. Yeah. But they're best friends. Yeah. Borderline bonded reason. pair. Which, Which could become a problem. Yes. But we will deal cross that bridge when we get there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
but so anyway, so that's that's, uh, that's Maisie. So we will be seeing Maisie potentially tonight, today, or, this episode, or this morning, the, or as I like to call her, the marvelous Mrs. Maisie. Maybe I'll start call, calling her Midge. We'll see. That's a cute one. Uh oh, a new name in the name pool. <laughs> oh, it Midge. took me so long to settle on Maisie. We've been going back and forth for a few so days. So long. Um, but Midge, Midge can be a nickname for Maisie. Yes, it can. I think so. You know, like yeah, like Midge is a nickname for Miriam on the show. But whatever. I love it. Everyone watch Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. It's one of the best shows ever. Anyway, maybe you have a good story for us too. Oh, I do. Okay. Well, let's see. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm excited gonna, to hear your song I'm gonna reference. I'm going to start this off with my song reference. Oh. We are going... Oh, did you already have this prepared? And you, this was all part of your plan? Oh, oh, it so was. So you knew you were prepared and you wouldn't have to put a dollar in. It wasn't oh, something you would oh, miss. I knew this. Um, we're going back to the USSR. Just kidding, because we're going back to Russia. We're actually... And we're actually going farther than that, because we're going okay. to... We do a lot of stuff in Russia. I know. It just happens. <laughs> Um, we're just the gen- that general vicinity. Right. We're going back to the the Rus people of Kiev. The Rus, I guess, is tech. I mean, this, you can either. I, I don't Rus, know. Rus, potato, potato. I feel like you should know this. <laughs> Everybody pronounces it differently. <laughs> oh, okay, sure, sure. So the, the Rus people eventually become Russia. You know, you get it. Okay. So we're actually telling the tale of Saint Olga of Kiev, who is like, the most unsaintly saint. Can I just say how much world. I love the name Olga? I love it so much. And there's the also going to be a really this. weird sound because my teeth like chattered in that <laughs> sentence. So we're going to have some other fun names, to be honest. But... Olga! So, like with every story that I give you guys, we're going to give a little context because I wouldn't be true to me without some context. So, yeah. The Rus of Kiev are an ancient medieval people. They're living in modern day Russia, Belarus, Ukraine. Um, they're said to originate and come from Nordic Vikings. And this is, we, we know this because of the Russian primary chronicle, also known as the Tale of Bygone Years, which I like that name better personally. So the Tale of Bygone Years, aka Primary Chronicle, is um, where we get most of our history on the Rus people, Rus people. I'm going to say this like seven different ways this whole episode. Um, The problem with chronicles, and there's like several chronicles in the medieval period, is even though they're like specific storytellings of people and time periods, they're usually completely saturated and biased. And like usually the, you know, that whole idea of like history is the, is written by the winners. It's that concept. Yeah. Um, so some people completely disregard this and think that the Rus people aren't related to the Vikings at all. Whatever. That's not important. But just know that the point of this is some of these stories are wrapped in legend and myth course, and mystery. Of course. So the Rus people were around between Same. roughly 860 to 1242 CE. Okay. Um, after decades of unrest, changes in leadership, we get our man Igor. There's always an Igor. There is an Igor. He takes the throne in 912. Good for him. He is the son of the first Rus king, uh, Rurik. Um, What is it? Rurik. Rurik. R-U-R-I-K. Love it. Rurik. Hey, Maisie. It's time for a name change. I love it. Another one. I think it's great. (laughs) So Igor is technically king number three or whatever, ruler number three, because in the middle is like this relative named Oleg. Even better. Oleg. So we have Rurik, Oleg, and Igor. Um, Today is love. Today is love. Um, 
Oleg raised Igor, kind of taught him his ways. He was actually relatively successful in like gaining peace, expanding territory, whatever. So Igor takes the throne and he and his wife Olga are just ready for this peaceful... Okay, so they're married. Yes. They're married. Gotcha. So Igor married to Olga. Fair warning, because you may have already said that, I may have just missed it, but just fair warning that I am out of my ADHD meds, so I may be asking seriously repetitive questions. So this will be a good test for you guys to make sure you're paying attention. Yeah. They are just ready for their simple, peaceful, long life together. Hmm. Or Mm. so they thought. Yeah. Yeah, because that's not what happened. I have a question already. Yes. You said you were starting with your music reference. Yeah, back in the USSR. We're going back to the USSR. Oh, yep. You did say that. I'm sure I'll bring in more, but that's a good one to start (laughs) off with. I was just like, yeah, we are. We're back in Russia. (laughs) Whoosh. Completely (laughs) over her head. I blame the lack of amphetamines. (laughs) I think that that's a fair thing to blame. I'm just going to be honest here. Okay. So common practice in this time period is called, like, tribute, paying tribute. Okay. Um, So conquering people's tribes um would often go to the places they conquered and request tribute which could be like money slaves food whatever so i could get down it's kind of a cool idea maybe stuff and then being like give me more of food give me your mcdonald's cheeseburger this feels like just a really old version of like going on dates just to get free food oh babe (laughs) there's lots of going on dates to get free food oh oh so Mm. see where this is going it might not be that kind of scandy but it's crazy so i was saying that okay so oleg right starts this practice with the yeah starts this practice during his reign and then igor takes over wants to kind of keep up the same practice um so we don't really know much about what happens from like 912 to 941 oh okay because the chronicles just kind of like "Mm." not important whatever sure um because they can do that so 941 is really where we where we're gonna start having some fun let's do it let's have some fun in 1941 941 (laughs) yeah i did write that several times in my notes like habitually just being like 1941 because i'm not often typing about things that happened in In the 941 10th century um Mm -hmm. but here we are so 941 oleg previously had created this peace treaty with the byzantines okay okay not they're not quite the full-fledged empire that we'll learn about later or maybe you will learn about later i'm not teaching you that (laughs) she sounded like a teacher there um (laughs) and but igor is getting a little like sketched out by the peace treaty he's a little sus and he decides you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go invade the byzantines and just take them over why didn't he like the peace treaty just because he wanted more there was other like conflicts going on that he was oh, like he was like about, i'm and not he sure if this is gonna be they might go team up there gotcha so he this was like this a... was like a preventative that's thing. exactly what i was gonna say yep so he just thought it wasn't it wasn't for him okay. so 941 he attacks and he wants to take over constantinople which is the capital of the byzantines could, um, that could have been a song reference too yes istanbul I'm so good at the song references. Oh, no. Anyways, so to spare you the boring details, it is a miserable failure. Um, he's actually regarded as one of the worst military leaders in history because it's so <laughs> awful. He does it. I think he tries to invade like three separate times and gets like wiped out all three times. Love it. Love so, it. 
pointless war. They just reinstate the peace treaty. Igor, though, is like, well, I'm at least going to get my tribute from this um, tribe. But he didn't the... actually conquer them? Mm-mm. They just reignited the peace treaty. Well, there's a tribe, like, on the on the edge of the Byzantines. Okay, so let's imagine you're going through this tribal area. You're going to attack Byzantines. Everybody's pissed off at you because they know what you're doing. Yeah. You're like, bro, come on. So you establish peace treaty. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm going to go to my other tribes and still get my tribute because, like, I just blew it on a war. So he goes to one of the tribes, the Drevlians. Drevlians, which sounds like a Star Trek tribe. He has not conquered this tribe, but he's like, you still owe me stuff. Well, he technically conquered this tribe, but... So, like, the Byzantine War is just more, like, background to know that he sucks and he's awful and kind of gained a reputation for being, like... Oh, okay. So these cray, are two cray. separate events. Correct. Okay. Let me clarify that. These are two separate events. These are two separate Sorry, events. Sorry, guys. Sometimes I get really excited. Two separate Byzantine failure events. ends Byzantine war and reignites peace treaty. Uh-huh. He then goes to the Drevlians. Yep. I'm with you now. And is like, give me my tribute. Oh, wait, but also give me more. Mm-hmm. Now, if we know anything from history, people usually don't like being wrongfully forced to give more than is expected. Um, so he was being a yeah. little, he was being a little greedy pants, and so they murdered him. Well, sometimes that's what happens when right. you're being a little greedy pants. When you're being greedy yeah. pants. So they decided to tie his body in between two like bent trees, like they were bent downwards, and then they let the trees go, and his <gasps> body was literally <gasps> torn in two. Yes, yes, I'm not kidding. There's like medieval depictions of this now of course again we get all this information from the chronicle so you know you have to you have to take it with a grain of salt always but yes what? the drevlian said i've got it we're gonna bend trees so that they when they snap back we're gonna snap him in half those must have been some strong trees though bro well i'm just trying to figure out what tree did were they able to bend long enough to like i mean like how many people were involved in this endeavor <laughs> and meanwhile igor's like no guys it's fine it's fine just don't worry about it forget i asked for anything else <laughs> please no just don't <laughs> i take it back yeah, i'll delete just the kidding. memo request <laughs> here's the yeah exactly no 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 it's fine you don't have to venmo me it's fine it's on me um that's so igor's dead wow i can't Split wait to do half. an episode on medieval torture methods though yeah it reminded me Although I don't know that I'll be able to do that in one succinct episode, we might have to make that a I mean, series of minisodes. There were lots of complicated, uh, complex tactics. Oh yeah. So Olga, this is where Olga. We bring Olga. She's back. Saint Olga, who is not currently a saint. Oh. She's just Olga right now. So Olga, slightly pissed off, some might say. Why? Um, her husband just got split in half oh, by two I trees. Don't... But why is she? Why is she mad? Um, I think she kind of liked him. Oh, okay. She was kind of happy. Probably a little upset that her husband got brutally murdered. Yeah, I guess. So, her son, not old enough to be ruler on her own, Uh. so she becomes a regent. Women as regents usually are pretty tough cookies, so this is going to get interesting. So, she decides that her reign as regent will be... Devoted to enacting vengeance on the Drevlians. Oh, okay. So many people assumed she would just be a normal noblewoman looking to remarry, 
most likely, for some reason, they all thought she was going to marry Prince Mal of the Drevlians, which is like, the... do we act? Yes. Oh. Did we think that she was going to marry the prince of the people who murdered her husband? To be fair, he did wrong them first. Right. So again, this so was... So it could have been this like was a, an, things are even now. Right. It was an obvious choice because there was also some sort of like power dynamic that was like, you know, could be an advantageous marriage. So Olga was not keen on this idea mm. not a big fan of marrying Shocker. the murderer of her husband yeah. so anyways olga is now regent and and now would you like to explain what a regent is? oh yeah yeah a regent a regent is a is essentially like a, a placeholder mm-hmm. for the king and or queen most likely king sorry just deal with it it's history um, yeah, yeah. Trust me, I hate it too. But who would rule on behalf of like the king or some, you know, heir to the throne until they're at Old a enough. certain age yeah. where they can actually rule? Like a lot of times, there's so many times in history where you'd have like a 12 month old baby, 12 month old baby, 12, a year old baby or yeah. something, and it's like mm, you cannot be the king. So sometimes it would be like different bishops or like you could have uh-huh. cardinals or yeah. other noblemen but a lot of times it would be the moms um catherine de medici is one of my favorite regions ever she was regent in france she's pretty cool <laughs> but anyways so she olga's regent she's basically ruling on behalf of her son while we wait for son to be old enough so this power somewhat goes to her head um in the Surprise. best of ways oh okay okay so the Drevlians send representatives to Kiev to basically negotiate a marriage alliance. Naturally, they're like, come on, you want to marry Prince Mal? Olga says, you know what? I would really like you just go wait in your boats. Let me sleep on it. Oh, no. And then I'll get back to you in the morning. Uh-huh. I'm like, great. Sounds great. Olga, what take your do? time. What does she do? So while they're asleep in their boats. Did she light them on fire? Oh, just wait. Okay. Olga commands her, you know, servants or whatever to dig a trench. Okay. And then puts the people in the boat in the trench. Like she has the boat moved into, into the, the trench, trench, covers it up, and buries them alive. How? That must have been just like a really deep trench. Yeah. Or small boats. Or both. Probably both. And then, it, but it's deep enough that they can't climb I'm, up the sides. I mean, it's, uh, they're probably just like I don't think that. I mean, to get to Kiev, I think you just go through like the Caspian Sea. I don't think that it's like that big of like a. They're not taking a cruise ship, right? It's probably like some sort of like small river boat, right? Like Viking river cruise esque, <laughs> maybe. Still, you have to dig a deep enough trench that if yes, when they wake up, Let's when they're being buried it was alive. A di- it was it was a dig trench. <laughs> I love a dig trench. It was a big trench. Yeah. Um, buries them alive. So sure, yep, yep, but yep. This yep. news—that's how you deal with this, unwanted right. attention. This news is not delivered back to the Drevlians yet, and Prince Mal didn't know. So Olga sends word to Mal and says, "Listen, the only way I'm going to marry you is if you send me this like fancy caravan of wise men and like extravagant." gifts and parades to to escort me uh-huh. from kiev to the drevlian capital yeah. or whatever so mal's like dude yes i'm getting a sexy new bride <laughs> heck to the yeah we're getting a bigger kingdom we're taking the russ let's freaking do this let's so, freaking do this 
Let's do this it. This caravan travels to Kiev. And Olga invites them, come in, relax, wash up, come to go, go take a bath, go clean up, let's get ready for dinner. So they all skedaddle on into the bathhouse. She locks them in and lights them on fire. So and they just, are all I guess to, burned alive. I just guessed the lighting them on fire a little too soon. Right, that's the second part. So currently, scoreboard update for those of you not keeping track. Olga, two. Uh, Drevlian's, zero. Um, My goodness. So at this point, nearly all of like Drevlian, high-class, noble people have been murdered. But yep. the Drevlians do not know this. They just think they're over there with Olga. Because she's, she's down with the Drevlians. Right. She, she's just chilling she's, with them because right. we keep sending her people and stuff. Right. Yeah. So Olga sends more correspondence and says, I'm coming to the Drevlian capital of Iskorosten. Iskorosten. This is where her husband was you. murdered. This is literally the town where her husband was murdered. Ooh. And she's, wait, she's doing the what? There she's just going there to have a feast. Okay. So she wants I was to have a funeral. My mic. She wants to have a funeral feast to like say her good, husband. Say goodbye to her husband, so that way she can move on to her next marriage. So she's like, "Guys, I'm coming. Let's get this feast ready." So the Drevlians are like, "Dude, let's freaking celebrate! Like this is amazing." So they have this feast. I'm sorry, that one's on them. The Drevlians. They should have seen this coming. Specifically, the Drevlian soldiers get a little too rowdy, mm. and Olga. Has her army slay about 5,000 drunken Ooh. Drevlians. 5,000? 5, 5,000. So Olga, three. Maddie hates me. Drevlians, zero. Yep. Then to just round it all out, she decides we're going to lay siege to the city. Sure. Um, burn it to basically ashes. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then and then no more Drevlians, really. <laughs> um, so there's that for revenge. So scoreboard, Olga 4, Drevlians, so just like zilch. So gone. they're just kind so, of like gone. Great. So. this the way, the way we deal with conflict as humans, summed up right here. <laughs> so basically desecrated the Drevlians, enacted one of the most badass multi-step revenge plots in history i mean i love it i like i i love it but by the end i'm like this seems excessive <laughs> only then to become a saint in not one but two how, churches how? how did she become a saint let me tell you so that's the so how did she become a saint <laughs> that's literally a prompt in my notes uh, she I is literally a saint in the catholic church and the eastern orthodox church like pretty nuts so she goes to Constantinople later on in life. She meets Emperor Constantine the Seventh. What's up? What up, homie? He falls madly in love with her. Of course. Um, Why does everyone fall in love with her? It's Olga. Is it the confidence? Is it the name? Is she gorgeous? I think it's all of the above. I uh. saw pictures of her and I know that they're medieval art, but like she's kind of hot. <laughs> I can't wait to see hot medieval speaking. art. I'm so excited. <laughs> I don't even know like what would be the baseline for that, but oh well. Maybe well, it is the Olga. The baseline is whatever my judgment of it is. So she was not very into Constantine, um, but she was a big fan of JC. Um, so 
for those of you who do not Gosh. know who JC is, that is Jesus Christ. Um, so she... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> not into Constantine, but into the JC. Sorry, that was really funny. So she converts to Christianity on that trip. And okay. she's actually considered the first like ruler to adopt Christianity in Russia. Oh, interesting. And she starts this conversion effort. Doesn't really work. They don't okay. really convert until I think it's I think it's one it's a Vladimir at some point it, down the usually, road. Yeah. I it's really a, feel confident of Vladimir, it's but I don't remember. Bet. But it wasn't until oh later goodness. that I'm sorry, Maisie just had the cutest stretch. I love you, Maisie. Years later is when Russia converts and like adopts the Eastern Orthodox yes. religion, but that's what she. So she literally becomes a saint for just becoming a Christian, just for converting. Yes, and like initiating so, Christianity in Russia. So she that, didn't. That right. makes more sense. But she's like murder. But slaughter. she converted and changed her ways. She literally had Did the title. Did she change her ways? Her title was Sapostolos, which means equal to the apostles from the Catholic Church. Mm hmm. Oh. Mm hmm. She tried to get her son to convert. He wasn't about it. But. I've got a couple questions. Well, hit me with your best shot because that's Olga for you. She just becomes a saint after I this murderous rampage. I don't know that I can articulate my questions. I think you can. There's just a whole, basically what's happening in my mind right now is just, there's a black hole and there's a nebulous how yeah, and why. And I also cannot, I, that's I, what I mean. I knew you wouldn't, yeah, you can't answer I that. can't because did, it did she blows actually, my freaking mind. Did she actually change her ways or did she just convert to Christianity and was like, hey guys, let's all convert to Christianity. From what I know, yes. But at the same time, when you've already wiped out everybody who did you wrong, like it's kind of like easy, I guess, at that point to like change your ways. like To just not murder she anymore. Wasn't, she wasn't just like a serial killer. It was like genuinely a very targeted vengeance like, murder plan that was like... Vengeance meets like tactical... Correct. So yeah. it's kind of like once they're out of the way, she's like, I don't need to. I'm not like murdering people for fun. So now that she's like, I don't need to murder anyone. There's no one I need to murder. So we're fine. So saint in the Catholic Church. And what was the other one? Eastern, Eastern Orthodox. Orthodox. Like, yeah, why not? Why not? So this, honestly, Olga is one of the, she was someone that was brought up to me when I was abroad in my Vikings class. And oh, we talked gosh. about the Are rest. you going to be that no, student? No, 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 be like, no, When I was abroad. No. I'm telling you, when they told me this story, I did not actually, I thought it was like a joke. Yeah. And then my, the professor or whatever was like, no, this is real. Like, and then I Those looked it up. Those are my favorite up. kinds of stories. I wrote a paper on her. It was very like, I'm noticing a theme hilarious. here. You've done this a couple times. Well, Hey, if I've already done the research, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. To be honest, I'm just saying maybe I should go look back at some of my college well, papers. I I think you should because you've already done a lot of the research. Okay, but I, all of my college papers are like very meta, philosophical, or like they're business. Right? Everyone's a coward, and we're all right. fearing failure. I certainly don't pull from the or, uh, despair and hope section of our curriculum i i just it was i always took a, a book or a thought that was perceived as, as despair and i was like here's why it's actually hope but it's either that or business it's right. either that or an in-depth analysis of alibaba group yeah like yeah i remember that one you worked on that one i remember what? seeing that what what 
Oh, because I was working on it yeah. in a different class. <laughs> I remember sitting next to you. <laughs> Not one class. I was also doing something else Guaranteed, as well. Guaranteed <laughs> I was on page two and the, all 20 pages were due that night. Yeah, probably. <laughs> so it was a night class. Probably. Oh, no, no. Like, not probably. Definitely. Yes. But, I mean, all I'm saying is, so, I mean, being a history major, this is like, this is what I did. I it's just like, found random things in history to write papers about. Another reason I shouldn't have gotten a business degree. So, I mean, I might as well. <laughs> I mean, part of why I wrote all these papers was because I picked random because you things. Knew. No. Well, no, I, I because actually. you knew that oh. in the future. Because I had, I had an inkling that I would be on a podcast one day doing deep dives. Yeah. No, I genuinely picked things no. that weren't textbook paper topics. No, I don't want to hear any other narrative than that you had a premonition. Yes, I had a premonition. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Um, but yeah, all that to say, Olga's freaking hilarious. And then I actually, one of the, another podcast I listened to, like, I think it's um like weird history or stuff they didn't tell you in history class. They did an episode on this um, like a while back and... I had written it down in my notes of episode topics, and it just felt like the right time to do this one. Yeah, this is a good one. But yeah, so Olga, Olga's pretty, pretty clutch. Um, I just, I just love how she literally continued to manipulate Prince Mao and be like, <laughs> "No, I'm funny. totally marrying you." Just don't ask questions as to why you're slowly <laughs> is, losing people in your population. The, this is the exact epitome of gaslight gatekeep, <laughs> girl boss. <laughs> Olga, we need to add it to your thing. Gate gaslight gatekeep. Can you reach it? Can you reach girl it? Girl boss, Olga. Yes. <laughs> this is my this is my like work inspiration that I keep on my desk. Oh, whoa, shoot. It's okay. I'm holding it. I got it. We're just gonna put it right here. Yeah. Holy mother of gosh, that was so loud. Oh, I broke it. <laughs> what? I think I broke it. <laughs> you really did. You really broke it. She broke it. <laughs> oh, no. Let's just put this back. <laughs> she, like, actually broke the living <laughs> out of us. <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> Hulk freaking smash. All right. How did that happen? I guess like keep girl boss dead. That's one. That's one way to put that. Um. So, anyways, yeah. Olga with a score I, of four to zero. I Olga did. Kicks butt. Yeah, you Olga did. I Olga that. That's going to become definitely a new White expression. that my mom got me. You all did it. Sorry, mom. <laughs> she got me some, like, decor and stuff. Um, that I just ripped that thing in half. Did you say decor? Yeah. What do I say? Decor, decor, decor. I may have said decor. decor. I say decor. Both are correct. I just feel like... I say both. Decor so threw me off. Decor? Not decor. Decor or decor. I don't even know what I say anymore. <laughs> I say both, but like I also say either and either, and I say data. I say data and data. All I'm saying is, recording at night, you get the punchiest sides of us, and I hope you love it as much as we do. Um, 
So moral of the story is if you ever have to enact vengeance, um, just do it, then convert, and then you'll become Sapostolos. All your sins will be forgiven, because and you can be a saint. That's how that works, I guess. Churches. I don't know. Oh. But yeah, so that is the story of St. Olga you. in a very condensed way. Thanks. Thanks. I'm done. <laughs> So, Raquel, yeah. um, I wonder what's coming next. Do you have anything fun to tell us to close? Or should we just uh, no. close? No, <laughs> I don't. You just want to close? Yeah. Well, then I guess we should tell you where to follow us. That's what comes next, right? Are you ready? I'm ready. Instagram and TikTok. Hyperfocus pod. Twitter. Hyperfocus underscore pod. Facebook and YouTube. Hyperfocus colon a podcast for chaotic minds. Chaotic minds. I almost said creative minds, which is also applicable, but not the uh, correct you just title. Go, you can just go to a Michaels for that. Um, and our Gmail. Hyperfocuscast at gmail.com. If you're looking out for a sticker from us because you did the review in July, just know it'll probably take six months because of who I am as a person. But you will get it eventually. I have a list we've written some letters i've written two and maddie has not signed them yet and i have not addressed them i didn't them. know i needed to sign well them yeah yet. because uh, that's just who i am as a person that's what i'm saying it's gonna take a little while but you'll get them we'll do that tonight maybe mm, we'll start no, absolutely doing not. okay well never mind <laughs> no so um i'm going to bed yeah as my dog always, woke me up at 6 a.m i'm going to bed <laughs> as always uh send us ideas for episodes um you're getting a feel for my niche. If you have anything fun in Russian history, I'd love to learn about yeah. it. Um, but also Cash. help expand my horizons. Um, weird facts. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying to blog out the fact that Rachel just um. asked for money again. <laughs> Imagine what's going to happen when we start doing like, when we start like reading ads. Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to, I'm just going to like absolutely just like bow to corporations, whatever you want. <laughs> Whatever you want. She is going to simp <laughs> for those ad deals. Jeffrey Bezos, I'll say whatever you want if you give me $1,000 <laughs> to read it. That's it. I'll That's to read the script. Our only demands are that you give us an unreasonable amount of money. $1,000 is not an, an, an no, unreasonable No, I guess you're right. You're right. We need at least quintuple digits. Correct. Though, actually, now that I think about it. Million dollars an ad. That's more than quintuple. Digits. That is how much we. Uh, that's our starting rate for an ad on our show. So how much? A million dollars. <laughs> yeah, we're so, worth it. Well, I'm worth it. Isn't that like a? What's that? She's worth it. Isn't that like an old yeah, ad or something? Some, I don't know. I, I. It went through my head too. Okay, that's great. So but it's there. I have no idea. So we're so like I said, we're gonna we're gonna sign off now. Um, Rachel's gonna go play with her puppy. Um, I'm gonna get on mm -hmm. some edits. Um, and we will see you next week when Rachel takes the lead and, uh, and Rachel doesn't have anything prepped yet. So good thing we have time to record. Uh, send me ideas, please. We got such a nice email today. Tell me later. Okay. It was just really sweet. It wasn't a review or anything. They didn't ask for anything in return. It was just a really nice email about how much they love us. You made me really happy. I'm glad. We love our listeners. We love you. But that could change at any moment. Would you would you just say stay chaotic, babes? <laughs> <laughs> I honestly
honestly forgot about that part. I could tell because I had been setting me up I like seven times. I didn't know why we were still recording. I'm like still feeding her. I'm like, and we're going to sign off. Bro, my intelligence gets like cut in half. Pausing. It's just pew, 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 and everything's going over my head right now. All right, now. so we're going to try one more time. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. <laughs> Stay chaotic, babes. But not as chaotic as, as Olga, as Rachel on no sleep <laughs> with no vivans or Olga and no sense of time and an obsession with a dog. Not that chaotic. What was that? Bye. <laughs>